0: Warning, the BroCR Supercast contains adult content, explicit language, and questionable judgment about the sport of obstacle course racing. You've been warned. We tried. We did it. We tried. Welcome to the BroCR Supercast. It's like a podcast, but also super cool. Now let's dive into the mud and see what's going on this week in the world of obstacle course racing. and welcome to the supercast hey 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 leah how's it going
1: it is going we are your hosts this is leah hensley
0: i'm jacob bosecker
1: and we are bringing you episode five so one thing we're gonna try to start off with um you guys are used to hearing our tuesday morning supercasts and
0: so Happy Um, Tuesday morning, everyone. I hope you're, like, going to work and just in a pleasant mood and have a nice cup of coffee. Yes,
1: absolutely. So we are steadily committing to bringing you every Tuesday morning talks with us, the Supercast. Yeah. Um, And then we are going to start a new... um,
0: Side project.
1: Project. Yeah, I guess that's a good word for it. um, Called the Brociar Roundtable. Where we will be discussing hot topics and uh, debating and bringing on some experts. We'll have some, um, hopefully some reoccurring co-hosts.
0: The Um, important thing to think about the roundtable, though, it's going to be the Supercast is going to be just like on this channel, what you're used to. The roundtable is also going to be on this channel, but it'll just be entitled Roundtable. We'll start. Given those numbers out and who the special guests that we have are, and the conversations that we kind of have therein, uh, we're really excited about this, and it's going to be a lot of fun.
1: Absolutely, and this is our opportunity to bring some of our listeners on
0: as well. So,
1: oh, absolutely. Um, we've had if a, anyone wants to join us, we've um, had a
0: ton of people mention out. it. Oh my gosh,
1: <laughs> we have, and it's awesome, and I'm excited. I, I, I definitely want to to get some more people involved um, you know, don't get me wrong. We love our elite racers and the, the people that everybody listens to all the time, but we want this to be more than that. We want to reach out to, to our listeners, to our community. Um, get Talk some not on only the just, Yeah, absolutely. Not just get some experts on here, but also get, you know, the everyday racers.
0: You know, it made me think back to last year at Seattle, I was sitting there with the guys from overcome and run and, they just said, you know, anytime that I get to sit down with people and talk shop, it just feels good. And that's well, what we want to do.
1: <laughs> well, that's, that's our whole purpose here. I mean, let's, let's be real here. You know, we are all a bunch of, you know, dreaming athletes and, you know, we do this more, you know, not just for the notoriety mm-hmm. of the athleticism. We do this for the community. We do this to for the love of the sport. And I love to just sit and talk with other people who love it, too.
0: You know, the more that I think about that, this podcast and kind of what we've created here, it's for the community. It's for the diehards. It's for and of course, you want to embrace those first timers to stick around and have a good time and come back and do another one because we've been doing it for years now. But
1: absolutely
0: this. A lot of this is catered to those diehards that we know and love and travel with and you know, hats off to you. We want to just kind of keep creating content that's just going to be fun for that. Mm-hmm. 100%. So, Leah. Yes? So, I've had a big week here. I just got back, actually, from Colorado. Yeah, you did. So,
1: tell me about it. You went to Breckenridge not for a race.
0: Uh, yeah. I'm planning to go back out to Colorado later this summer for the ultra there. And I was actually out there. Um, I snowboarded for a day or so. Yeah. Um, I was doing some other things, but I also went and trained with one of my old buddies, Chad Spring, who is a constant top 10 in the ultra world out there um, uh, in the Spartan world and in a lot of other local ultras and stuff. Great mountain legs guy. Um, We ended up going up the backside of Mount Morrison, which is just behind uh, Red Rocks one day and Cloudline. Frickin awesome. I sent you the photo, didn't I?
1: Yes. Gorgeous.
0: Oh, Just beautiful. Just Beautiful. Definitely uh, I jealous. So really good training out there. Really good time out there. Uh, drank a lot of craft beer, uh, <laughs> just a lot of craft beer, which if hey, anybody you know, knows, me,
1: it's all about balance.
0: It is about balance. And if anybody knows me, I'm a huge fan of craft beers and, and just the process. Uh, Love making it, love having a good time, and I've talked to Ryan Woods about it way too much.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's um, why you're a Woodsy fan.
0: (laughs) uh, You know, me and Woodsy bond over it, I'd say. (laughs) We we have a good time. Um, But you've got Savage this weekend, right?
1: I do. I'm super excited. Um, You know, I did a a small local race we talked about last time, Um, but my season's really kind of kicking off now this weekend. Um, Savage, Georgia is is this weekend um i will be racing on saturday so i am definitely excited there's some new obstacles this year um so the big one i've been
0: seeing is like the cheese wall floating walls
1: yeah it's like cheese wall meets rig it looks like they're like these floating walls with like rings or baseballs in between them that you have to kind of transition from one to the other. So, you know,
0: the Um, funniest thing was while I was going through Colorado, I saw a lot of uh, ropes courses mm -hmm. and a lot of them had things like that. Hmm. Like, but this wow. is like 40 foot up. <laughs> so you're going to be right, like right. closer to the earth there. But um, yeah, really I think cool. this
1: one's got this one. I think there's like three. They just released the map, and I was looking at it. There's three new oh, obstacles funny. this year for Savage. Okay. Okay. Um, there's, there's that one. There's one that's called Chopsticks, um, which looks like kind of a version of Lagaffe. It's, it's similar. All it reminds right. me of Lagaffe. Right. There's these. Um, uh, you know, poles, like like Legaf was, and you're transitioning, tra- like, traversing from one to the other. Um, similar, kind of like the sa- the Samurai Rig meets legath it looks like. Okay. So, that looks like a fun one. And then the third one, which I'm actually really excited for, um, is called, I believe it's called Inversion Therapy or Inverted, something like that. Interesting, um, okay. And that one looks mm. like um my my assumption is it's going to be over water um because you have to go upside down with your legs up on the pipe Um,
0: interesting so it's like a pipe traverse kind of
1: yeah it's like a pipe it's like a monkey bars meets pipe traverse like there's a couple different you know transitions it looks like but you're going like the point Mm -hmm. of it is to be inverted upside down um, interesting. so I'm pretty sure the, the video demo I saw, I think the first demo I saw was like two feet off the ground only. So like, if you fell, it wasn't a big deal, but I think they just had it at, um, I think they had a Florida race already this year, uh, last weekend or the weekend before that. Okay. And I believe I saw it over water. So, um, check
0: that out. yeah, I anticipated really it being
1: over water this year in Georgia because there's a couple, couple, um, obstacles that they usually always have water under here um so it's it it would be easy for them to do that
0: okay yeah that's um you know looking at new obstacles and i'm really excited to see some of the new spartan ones later this year with bender uh not bender but uh beater and helix Um, a lot of new interesting and here's the thing that i'm starting to realize now with with spartan versus other obstacle course races where we do um The big term now is um, mock, mandatory obstacle completion. Oh, Um, I've not
1: heard that term before. You've
0: not heard that yet?
1: I've not heard mock. That makes sense. I've seen
0: it thrown around. Um, The mock, mandatory obstacle completion. It Uh, makes sense. Let's go with it. I like it. (laughs) I've I've seen it thrown around on a few different forums and stuff and talk about mocking it and, you know, like uh, things, you know, like. Uh, Savage Race going mock and I'm like, what the hell's mock? Yep. But, um, I mean, I've <laughs> heard games like, oh, over burpees, but
1: that, I think mock is a better term for it. Than I think mock burpee. is
0: good. Um, but now we've got, well, let's transition here to the big, big elephant in the room over the weekend with Spartan.
1: Okay. So let me just say, we, right. we talked before this podcast, we, we did. talked, we, we talked did. At last week, Thursday or Friday, and we're like, you know what? we're not going to just focus on Spartan every day. We're going to talk about other races. We want this podcast to be more than just Spartan, and damn it. God,
0: they keep getting weird.
1: Every (laughs) single weekend, there's a Spartan race. We have more shit to go through on Monday.
0: It's harder to keep up from the freaking Trump candidates and (laughs) presidency. I mean, it's all over the place.
1: You know, I mean, we're, what, Uh, three races into Spartan, and we have drama at all three of them.
0: So, anyway, um, yeah, so this weekend, if you know John Penland, mm-hmm. kid is awesome. Great guy. His family's phenomenal. Love the guy. So um, we
1: briefly mentioned John Penland last week when we were talking about VJ, and yep. talking about Penland being another young, fast, up-and-coming, you know, race in the
0: sport. They were even on a team together, I believe, at the OCRWC last year for the they team were. competition, like the Young Guns or something. Some, gu- some,
1: some cute young name
0: yeah yeah but penland is a tank i mean he is fast he's i i remember seeing him back in the day at uh, abominable snow race like maybe two years ago or last year at least but with like bracket and stuff and just Mm -hmm. lining up and ready to throw down and he's got a ridiculously supportive family great people Uh, his dad is phenomenal always there taking photos and stuff um so in texas this weekend break it down leah
1: So we've got the men's elite race, and um, you know, let's let's just say also too. Before we started this race, we talked last week. Spartan came out with their new rules, and everyone knew the rules going in.
0: We shared those on BroCR.
1: Yep, we shared them. We talked about the, you know, what what was going to happen. So,
0: and what was the biggest change there, Leah?
1: The biggest change was identifying, you know, obstacles are pass fail and if you fail the obstacle um or fail with your burpees and that's another little category then you're going to be assessed a time penalty 10 minutes 10 minutes
0: like after everything that happened with woods they gave woods a five minute penalty um but they said okay the new the new standard is double that
1: right they said and everybody knew about it ahead Mm -hmm. of time and there was a you know explanation of you know how Mm -hmm. to do the cargo net and how to do everything Mm -hmm. So, but
0: I'll tell you I'll say this much. 2019 is the year of getting weird penalties for things we've never seen penalties on.
1: Well, I will say 2019 is the youth, the, the the hot word of the day is skirting.
0: Skirting. And, yep. I mean skirting this.
1: I wear a skirt when I race, also known It as looks kilt. great. It's fine. <laughs> but other than my skirt, I had never heard that word used in obstacle really? course. Really? Okay
0: okay okay
1: but from now on skirting an obstacle is intentionally going around an obstacle
0: well oh, not even not even intentionally well not right. even intentionally that's
1: what we learned this weekend i think we all were under the, the question relief. is intent. we thought it meant on purpose because ken yep. wasn't assigned a penalty because it wasn't on purpose he just yep. went around it
0: it so, was just the nature of the beast. It's what happened. He was in the heat of the moment. And he was racing.
1: Right. And Let so there race. was no penalty assessed to Kent. And we thought, okay, skirting means you can't intentionally avoid an obstacle. Yep. Yep. So we're all on the same page. And then we get yep. to Texas and we get to the very end of the race. The very, the very last, you know, little bit of the race. is. Let's let's,
0: most- let's, let's quick and throw this back here though. Mm-hmm. For the most part, I'm, I'm going to roll this back a little bit because we had a little bit of controversy on the bro CR page this past week with Helix.
1: Oh, for goodness sakes. Yes.
0: Um, You know, and a lot of people have been asking like, oh my gosh, Jacob, Leah, you guys started up stuff. Now that was, that was another guy of ours, Bill though, but I'm yep. going to, I'm going to thumb up Bill. Um, yep. you, if you're listening, you know, Bill, what am I saying? Of course you love know, Bill. But <laughs> Bill called out and said, you know, like we've got this issue here where we have unfair repping. Yeah. And, I'm going to say this because there was a lot of people on there saying, you know, this is breaking down the community. We're not look I don't want to say we're looking at the athletes. I don't want to say that we're looking after these people. I want to see better policing from a Spartan perspective and an officiating standpoint.
1: Right. I mean, basically That's my end. So, okay, so for people who didn't see the post Helix is a new obstacle of Spartan's. Twenty nineteen new. Basically, it's it's similar in ruling to a Zeta. traverse wall. Right. Yep. You're going across a apparatus, and the floor is lava, and yep. the roof Jump. is lava. You yep. can't grab the top, and you can't step down on the bottom.
0: Yep. But anything else is fair game.
1: Anything else you can touch, and in our new fancy schmancy rules from Spartan. It explained how to complete helix. And we then look at these race pictures from the race, and we see all these elite and age group competitors holding on to the top like it's just no big deal.
0: Yeah, and they're hanging on for dear life. And even in, I saw a comment on there later about when Nicole Miracle passed through that obstacle, and there was guys falling off it and redoing the obstacle.
1: Mm -hmm, Which is a whole other issue.
0: That's a whole nother bag of tricks.
1: So, I mean, so here's... Ugh, ugh. So, there's so many different things to discuss here. You know, going back We could go like,
0: down a hundred rabbit holes. There's
1: a hundred <laughs> rabbit holes, but it all boils down to one thing. And, you know, there, in my opinion, there there's two big issues here with, with all of this. One is inconsistent policing of rule of 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 obstacles and agreed and, and volunteers agreed. and rules and two the questionable after the fact penalties that are now being assessed
0: and it's i mean like we said before it was five minutes there now it's 10 minutes but it's maybe it's like only you gotta watch those top 10 athletes right because is it I, gonna go down further
1: well here's the thing you know i i have switched from elite running to age group running
0: and I, I have in the past now with me looking at ultras i'm going back into the elite category
1: okay so last year i ran age group and yep. my age group was one of the first age groups to go off
0: yep. um so 30 Leah, to
1: 30 to 40 range
0: okay didn't want to go there but thank you for Great throwing out your age there
1: i'm I'm, I'm 37 going on 38 i'm all right with it but so last year i was in the 30 to 40 now i'm in the 35 to 39 which i'm liking but yep
0: which i think was a wise move
1: right last year being in the 30 something age group there was still age groupers to be going off after me so even though i'm not in the front of the pack of my age group at all times I know there are first place age groupers behind me coming up. And yeah. I can tell you, out of almost every single race I went to last year, I never saw cameras. They were done, gone, put away before I even got there.
0: You know, one of the best ones that I saw, which um, the 30 to 39 in Seattle. And I always tell the story. I saw a guy trying to burpee out of the bucket brigade and he was ahead <laughs> of me. Now, the only other wave that was ahead of me was elite. Mm. You can't. It, they even say there mandatory obstacles: mm-hmm. bucket brigade, sandbag carry, barbed wire crawl, rolling mud, right. things like that. And then I look at the volunteer. I'm like, "This is mandatory. He can't skip it." And the volunteer looks back at me. He's like, "Oh, I didn't want to cause a fuss." Right. And I'm like, "It doesn't matter." Right. Like I hate this. Like, and I I make all these jokes about like run your own race. You know, let's do this and like. Good vibes only. Hashtag good vibes only. (laughs) But realistically here, you're cheating yourself. And I I don't care if this really puts a line in the sand. People are mad at me. You sign up to do a 5K. The distance should be a 5K.
1: Well, absolutely. I mean, and now we're talking about Mm. integrity. We're talking about, you know, people being Mm. honest and Mm. holding themselves accountable. But at the end of Mm. the day... You know, I'm sorry. I mean, yes, I. I If you want to
0: run your own race, that's what open heat is for. That's what pickup games of basketball are for. I agree. I
1: agree with you, and I think it's important. And I think that you know there should be an expectation of honesty and integrity.
0: I agree a thousand percent.
1: I'm also realistic, and I also know human nature, and people suck. And they do. You have to save them from themselves sometimes, and I think that if you're talking about legit racing with prize money on the line, mm. there needs to be you know accountability to mm. these races, to, to to police what they're what they're setting forth. If you have a rule, then you have mm. to make sure you can enforce that rule. If you can't enforce the rule, then the rules arbitrary.
0: And that matters even so much more now in these national series. When ha- when Spartan was so proud, hashtag every race counts. Hashtag, you know, like everything right. matters. Like, yes, that means every burpee counts. That means every spear throw counts. That means every, every single failure mode counts.
1: Every obstacle, whether it be a stupid, meaningless barbed wire crawl. Yep. Or a, a fire jump, you know.
0: It, it, and that's jump. where we're at. That's the absurdity. That's exactly, of this. That's we are exactly now having finish. penalties on the fire jump, the finish right. line. Right.
1: It's literally like what 20 feet from the finish. And you have now a 10-minute penalty right. assessed to the second place racer because
0: He came he over the side of the fire.
1: Was jump. too much to the right.
0: Now, if you haven't seen this video yet, I'm gonna go ahead and say this for the course and for this is not part of a series race this was not part of any series races was just a race Mm -hmm. this would have been john penland was racing for his first first place podium big deal when you're 19 years old
1: big deal when you're 29 39 that's a big deal period good
0: good day for him he's pumped Mm -hmm. the race takes off and you've got the very final maybe i'd say 100 foot here You've got the monkey bars, Mm -hmm. and then it goes up maybe, I'd say, 40 foot, and then it takes a direct 90-degree turn. Which is weird. Really weird. And then then right there at that 90-degree turn is the fire jump and then the finish line. Right. Kind of weird. I get it probably from a layout standpoint. Cool, whatever. But if you are doing a hot, nasty sprint there and you've got something like that coming to the game, like you've got to think about things like that yeah from I a mean, course dis- from a course perspective
1: i mean right i agree i think that you know from a course designing perspective it was not the best layout now i mean i'm not there obviously they worked with what they had to work with yeah yeah but i mean having looked at that video like to me skirting an obstacle is oh crap i don't want to get dirty hoo hoo Walk around it, no big deal. Yeah, this was. He not- was in
0: the heat of the moment.
1: This was two racers that are on the monkey bars at the exact same time, going into a dead sprint for the last little bit to the finish line, and you know the racers came down. Hunter was on the left, John was on the right. They both stayed in their quote lanes and busted ass to the finish line, and you know. It ran out of fire. I mean, truly, you know, when you look at the court, he
0: ran out of di- out of gap there. Right. I mean,
1: there was logs, there was a gap, and then there was the tape out of bounds. He stayed in bounds, but there, the fire just didn't go all the way.
0: I mean, when you're pumping 180 plus beats a minute, there, you're yeah. not in your right mind. No. You are just literally trying to freaking land the plane.
1: You know. So I mean. <laughs> I I, I go back and forth you know I don't think in any way shape or form there was malice to this I don't think it was intentional skirting I don't think there was any thought going through that man's head other than
0: I want to win holy shit I may win
1: exactly so you know and then hearing him speak this morning about the incident you know clearly this was not an intentional thing
0: not at all. No, so, um,
1: you know, it sucks. But at the same time, I have to say, I'm not going to hate on Spartan for the penalty because here we are saying they
0: held up to them. No, they, they held up to something for a change.
1: Exactly. Here we I are don't saying, agree with it, right?
0: but good for them for standing for something. Otherwise you're going to fall for anything.
1: A hundred percent. You know, we're, we're, we're calling for action. We're calling for consistency. We're calling for penalties and Spartan called their shot and they yep. said from now on it's a 10-minute penalty and i think we all were thinking things like grabbing tresses touching tops of things you know obvious but blatant errors but we're you
0: know, even at the fire jump though a we're fire even jump at the counts, fire jump
1: you know so it, it boils down to racer responsibility at this point it is your job but as a racer to know to know those
0: Every Every single
1: obstacle and what is expected of you at those obstacles.
0: But here's my thing, though, and I I will say this. So I don't know where Helix was at in the Alabama course, but I will say this. The things where there is a higher probability of people seeing you on a regular basis, Mm -hmm. finish line, uh, when, you know, a lot of times I'll circle back halfway through the race towards the the festival area. Make sure you know your P's and Q's. Make sure you know your housekeeping. Make sure you've got that down. Uh, as as we've seen though, we they have a new forty four page uh, rule book on Spartan. Mm-hmm. Uh, this covers everything from the normal race obstacles to the Paralympic to the twenty four hour endurance, um, and the team competition, which isn't even announced, but they've Perfect. got rules for it. But I, am um, reading through that on the plane today, <laughs> there's exciting. A lot there. I, I did, I did, because that's I, that's how much I dig this sport. Right. That's how much I spend way too much time on this thing. Well, um, I mean,
1: it's it's what keeps the sport honest. It's what keeps the sport progressive. You know, consistent. You have to. You know, we 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 keep hearing all this talk about the Olympics and. All that we are never getting in Olympics if we're having this kind of nonsense every single week.
0: It's if, just not. Gonna if you've happen. got a free throw line and every week somebody goes out there and puts a new line down where the free throw line's from, there's the the bar of consistency is just all over the place, and you're never gonna have any idea of a sport. So
1: what I mean, I'm you know I'm gonna be honest. I'm tired of having these conversations every <laughs> single week. Where do we go? I mean, what what is the solution?
0: Personally, so I, I will give Spartan this. Looking at a Bands Over Burpees perspective, they've made it so you as the athlete have to be more knowledgeable about the failure mode. Otherwise, a 10-minute penalty is huge.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. It's
0: huge. I mean... In that is massive. Field,
1: in an elite yes. field, is insurmountable. You can't, I mean,
0: it's way bigger than failing an obstacle and mandatory obstacle completion, in my book.
1: I agree. Because not only can you pass it up more.
0: and think you're fine, somebody else before the finish line here, before the, which the real finish line now is podium, is the award ceremony. Yeah. Like somebody else can come out here, whether it be, and the other question that, um, Obstacle Racing Media brought up today was what becomes canon? Is it somebody's cell phone? Is it official cameras? What what justifies the final say? What, um,
1: what's your take?
0: I personally, I think they should have a ref there. Period. Next song. We need more volunteers. We need more people there that can actually officiate the thing and say, bad. No. right, Not no, clean. I agree. Especially I, I agree when completely. you're at a neck and neck point for first place.
1: Right. And I mean, I only mm. saw that snippet of the video, but if there was a ref standing right there that said, hey, come back, he would have mm. been able to come back, recross the line and still take second place. place or even third. Yes. You know? Yes,
0: easily, easily.
1: So, I mean, that's, mm. that's my opinion on it. You know, when people are saying, you know, what kind of cameras and who should be, you know, I, I feel like this should be treated like every other sporting event, you don't have Super Bowls going on with someone sitting on the 50-yard line. Hey, excuse me, ref man, come here, showing them a, a video you on, know, their phone. on their phone that they just took. You have refs on the field making calls at the moment that a call needs to be made. And I think whether that... these
0: guys are refs or volunteers, like we need somebody and jumping over a fire, it's good. It's up to Tara there, who is the fire watcher. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like <laughs> that was up to Tara. And maybe Tara did a shit job that day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, if, if we want to be a legit sport, I mean, this this weekend proved we can't make statements like, oh, it's just a fire jump or just a bar yeah. or just a whatever. Every obstacle counts. The weight of skipping a fire jump is the same thing. As if you were to grab a truss on a cargo net or, you know, touch the whatever on a, on a traverse wall or, you know, whatever the case may be, all penalties are equal. Therefore, all obstacles are equal. Therefore, all obstacles should be monitored. That's my You know, that's
0: agreed, especially where, especially when people are watching, just, when anybody's watching, it's like okay, know your failure modes, know that freaking forty-four page Bible, and because understand at any given moment until that award is in your hand, they can strip it from you. Mm-hmm.
1: If well, you yeah, I mean, that's the, the, that's the message. The littlest, the dirtiest,
0: dirtiest race.
1: Well, I mean, and you can't say though, especially where people are watching you. You have to go <laughs> under the assumption that from the moment you cross that start line to the moment you cross that finish line, there is always someone watching.
0: Oh, agreed. Agreed. There, there can always be somebody oh, watching, exactly right. But the probability rises when you're back at home base.
1: Well, that's true.
0: So that's that's just. I mean, because it becomes a he said, she said thing. It it it's just really, it's a really interesting time in the sport.
1: Mm-hmm. It's it's interesting to see. You know, I, I'm seeing a lot more. The posts, the tones of the posts of people weighing in on this, people are getting just very, just defeated, you know, it's very demoralizing, I think, to, to the athletes, Um, you know, I think that the responsibility, though, lays on both sides.
0: You know, I, I see entrance. guys in this sport like John Penlin, mm-hmm. like VJ, who have such a bright future in the sport if we allow them to to go there. And I just want to see them have that. Even like uh, Jordan Bashimi, we've talked about him multiple times on the mm-hmm. cast. Um, Jordan and fi- great head on his shoulders. You know, talk about mm-hmm. like uh, one of these days, I'd love to be the Spartan Race World Championship like holder. Like, right. don't know if that's gonna be this year, uh, but I'm gonna keep trying. Yep. That's, that's the spirit to have and not to break that by a fire jump.
1: Right. It's, you know, he's seeing the just complete, just being defeated, you know, and I'm not, you, you know, I mean, the, the, like I said, the blame goes all around, but I think that, you know, ultimately for there to be control, you know, for us to regain control in this sport, it's going to fall on the races. It's going to fall on the race director's, and, you know, to the volunteers, you know, I agree. Gar- did you, did you see, you know, the, the race director, um, was Garfield,
0: Garfield, we love Garfield at Alabama. We, yep. we,
1: he wears, he's the original kilt wear. I gotta love Garfield. Um, uh, but Garfield weighed in regarding the Helix thing, because we made that post and it went nutso.
0: And, but here's the thing I will say about Garfield at that point he owned it
1: absolutely and he, he flat out
0: said on that comment he's like I felt so bad because we just had so little volunteers yep. and guys if you're an open heater and you are in the community take one race a year guys i' I'm, I'm, I'm I need to do this more often myself and I'm gonna try to at least volunteer a few races this year to, to try and help officiate To make sure, because that's what the sport needs. If you want to give back, that's a great way to do it.
1: Absolutely. And it's not even just open heaters. You know, people who race elite, people who race age group. If you race on Saturday, volunteer on Sunday. Sunday Come back out on a Sunday. Absolutely. Or vice versa. If you're more of a Sunday racer, some people prefer Sundays, go volunteer on Saturday. You know, volunteering is, first of all, it's fun. Um, I like to do it. But it also gives you an idea of what it's like on the other side, um, you know, and it, it brings more consistency. We have to take ownership of this sport. If if the races are not going to be, bond, you know, paying for refs and sponsored, you know, paid people to do this. Let's it, step up
0: as a community. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you a thousand percent. One of the really exciting things that I'm doing later this season is I'm going to be uh, trying my first hand at MCing and helping out with Highlander Assault. And yes. I got to make some videos there for uh, Abominable Snow Race. And I'm really excited to do something more for the community and to give back a little bit. And then, like, I'm really hoping I need to talk to some of the officials at Spartan, but help out on the Sunday for the World Championship race because I'm going to run the, the Ultra the day the before. Yeah sit me next to the rig i'll call people out all day long
1: heck yeah i you know you I'm were. not
0: afraid to well, i I'm... mean
1: and that's that's the other part of it like yes we need volunteers yes we want you to volunteer but we also want you to do the work when you volunteer um, absolutely you know it's how many times have you done a race and you've gotten to an obstacle and the volunteers off on the side talking on the phone eating a sandwich
0: exactly sitting there on their phone cold and like well, I'm cold. Yeah, we're all cold. Right. Like, I'm. I'm sorry, you're cold. Right. However, you did volunteer. Right.
1: So you know, I,
0: you it's, have a it's role here.
1: Two edged sword. I want you to volunteer. I'm gonna push you to volunteer. But when you volunteer, I expect you to do the job of a volunteer.
0: Absolutely, because at the end of the day, you're getting paid. Mm-hmm. You're getting a race discount.
1: You're getting lunch and a shirt. Lunch.
0: Um, they they gave you stuff. Let's. You're right. not entitled to anything. Right. Um. Earn it Anyway, oh my gosh, we've we've been ranting about this for over. I know a half this a has been
1: now. another ranting podcast. We are sorry, y'all, but I know we love
0: you, and we I love know y'all sport. share our
1: frustration, <laughs> and you know we're we're seeing the frustrations. Um, you know, it's. I think it's 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 going to be a process. It's a, you know, there's got to be a call to action. There's got to be stuff done about it and I fear that if it's not then it's gonna be the demise of the sport. I really one of
0: the guys so. one of the guys on the, the um the Instagram there for Brosio earlier this week was talking about how we don't need to beat people down by like saying they failed an obstacle. What what I'd love to do is more so have a call to action. Absolutely that, that we can make the sport more but it takes us as a community. And hundred percent through that, we can just, we can really, really empower the sport and help drive it as long as they go the right way. I I mean, it's, I really want to see more of that guys.
1: Well, I mean, we've, we've seen this sport evolve and grow over the years and it's, you know, I love it. You love it. It's, it's why we do what we do. You know, it's, it's a community. It's this sport is unlike any other sport, you know, it's, how often do you see in other sports, you know, as soon as the first and second place people cross the finish line, they're hugging, they're talking, they're chatting. Like these people are genuinely, you know, training with each other, encouraging each other. Oh, absolutely. Amazing community of support and love.
0: Absolutely. And it's, it's exciting. It's I was watching, this is absolutely to the left here, but um, have you heard of Losers on Netflix yet? I have not really interesting documentary series about people that kind of came in second place in huge competitions. We're talking like, Oh, eight day, like week long marathons across the Sahara desert where you're running like 150 miles over like five days Wow! or um, like talking about the Iditarod, which if you're not familiar with the Iditarod, it's Mm -hmm. an, I, I wasn't sure like how long it took. It's an eight to 10 day sled dog race and they travel a, thousand miles across Alaska. I knew it was a lot. I didn't know it was a thousand miles.
1: Yeah, it's, it's it's a big undertaking.
0: But they talked a lot about these people that how maybe like so curling was one of the ones I watched last night okay. and how from humble beginnings this kind of it kind of escalated and changed things and it just reminded me so much of the sport of OCR. So if, if you've got Netflix, check out Losers. It's I think they've got like six or eight episodes. Um, really, really well made, really interesting, and I I could totally see like a season two and having like an OCR thing. <laughs> Just... i gonna
1: definitely have to check it. out. I, I love me some Netflix, so
0: oh, I'm always looking
1: Netflix. for
0: some new Netflix ideas. We we coined the binge watching generation here. You and me, Leah. <laughs> no I'm
1: kidding. I'm I'm a fan of. Of my Netflix, especially when I'm sitting there on the treadmill for an hour doing just some aerobic work. I love uh, my Netflix.
0: I've been plowing some documentaries here lately on Netflix. Yep. Um, between like the Dawn Wall, uh Free Solo and Tingled. Yeah, uh, Free Solo Tingled, it's tickled, was amazing.
1: <laughs> Free oh Solo was great. Gosh, it was so good.
0: But if you like Free Solo, check out Dawn Wall. It's it's just as good.
1: Yeah. Meru is another one on there that's, that's Oh, one. I watch that. Yep.
0: Oh, it's, it's on pretty- the list.
1: It's a good one. Oh, definitely watch it. It's, it's in fact the guy the the video guy from Free Solo
0: is one of is, the guys there. Yeah. He's
1: one of the climbers for Meru. Oh,
0: uh, I cannot wait to see Meru. Like that's that's on the list too. It's yep. so many good things, so many good documentaries and here's the thing though it's it goes back to education and learning about things and sure. and learning just a little bit more and you feel so more connected. Yep. And that's what I love about And that's one of the things I love about this podcast is because we're connecting so many people with this and sharing, you know, here's the thing. At the end of the day, me and Leah are spouting this stuff to you. It's our ideas. It's our opinion. And we want to hear your opinions. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because we love the sport.
1: Yep. We love to, I mean, just like Jacob said, we love to talk shop. You know, we love to, to talk about the sport, where it is, where it's going, you know? So that's why, you know, I know we sound like broken records now with these, know leave us reviews and leave us comments and it's it's not an ego thing it's a we like to talk about it we like to to hear what you guys are thinking we like to engage in members Mm -hmm. of the community and like i said you know we are not just interested in the same elite story the same you know race recap we want to hear the stories of of racers of age groupers of open waivers of everybody if you're new to the sport like
0: we're really we, excited for the round table.
1: Absolutely. We are very excited for the round table. Um, I think our first one, we are going to bring back um, Dennis Welch again. We, we had him on the podcast a couple episodes ago. Um, with a he, special guest. As a special guest. And now he's going to join us at the table. Um, with and, another
0: special guest. With another
1: special guest, yes. Um, so that that's going to be exciting. Um, if there's somebody else that you also want to hear from um not just necessarily in in ocr either if there's you know running um you know regular trail running or other you know side sports absolutely like we we want to reach out to everybody
0: yeah absolutely if there's some ninjas you guys want to put out here from ninja warrior we'll talk to them i don't care
1: Speaking of Ninja I'll... Warrior, it filmed this weekend in Atlanta. I haven't heard much about it. Really, really Yeah, that was here okay.
0: Okay, if you could, if you could bring one Ninja Warrior person on this podcast, who would you bring on? Ooh,
1: um, I've got to go with my girl Casey. Casey Katnezara. Zara
0: seriously? Okay, okay. Of
1: course. How can I pick anybody but Casey?
0: I know exactly who I'd pick. Who? I would love to have a I would love to have an evening with me, Ryan Woods, and uh, Neil Craver sitting down and drinking beers and now just talking shop.
1: Now I've seen <laughs> Neil at a couple races.
0: He's he goes to some of the ones in South Carolina and Asheville, and yeah,
1: he's been to I think Atlanta. I think I've seen his gold paint before.
0: God, Neil's awesome. Yeah,
1: I've not <laughs> talked to him, but he seems obviously like a pretty cool guy.
0: We've had him on the on the review before a few times. He's just a cool cat. He's a good dude. Well,
1: you've already talked to him. Then pick someone you haven't talked to. Well, no, I
0: want Neil though. I want I want a full like forty five minutes and a beer with Neil Craver. (laughs) I remember getting getting done with that. (laughs) I do kind of like it's the gold. It really is the gold. (laughs) uh,
1: It's (laughs) it's, you know it's, it's attractive to the eye. What can you say?
0: It's something, but no, Neil's a cool dude. I remember racing with him in Asheville and being kind of like back and forth with him for a little bit and then he took off. Um and we get done. It was the year that they had the really big climb and he just gets done He's like, that's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> too
1: funny. Yes. Yeah I would definitely go the girl route. I mean there's just so many good girls but either oh, Casey or Megan Martin. I mean she's I've met No, Megan. no, no. She... Oh my gosh. I take it back. What am I thinking? Jesse Graf.
0: Jesse freaking Graf. there you go. I I
1: I take back my my Casey vote and go with Jesse.
0: <laughs> Fun story. Um, so oh, who was she roommates with back in college? Uh, Megan. No, um, Maggie Thorne. She was Maggie roommates Thorne. with Maggie Thorne. Yep. I was on a team once one year with Maggie Thorne at the OCRWC. Uh uh Yep, yep. First one. Um, really, really cool. Maggie Thorne is a really cool gal. Yeah, I've talked to Maggie um,
1: before, but I would love to talk to Maggie. Old Magic
0: Patrick and those girls. Oh, I
1: love Amy. Amy and I were on a team right. for, for TPK.
0: Mm-hmm. Amy's great. All right, so we're wrapping up here for time. Yeah, yep. we are um,
1: rambling. Sorry, y'all.
0: We are um, rambling. Thank you for making it this far into the podcast, though. Yeah,
1: we appreciate it. I said um, Drop us a
0: review on Apple or wherever you guys are listening to it. Like once again, I hate to sound like a broken record, but thank you. That's how people get to see where we're at and get to get an idea. Yes, uh, We're our... gonna
1: pick our favorite reviews and start sharing them mm-hmm. on the cast now that we're starting mm. to get some. So
0: absolutely you
1: know, say whatever you want be honest and uh you know we'll pick a review a week and, and talk about it on the podcast
0: absolutely so one other thing here real quick though leah so i've got i've got this weekend off and doing long distance training down in brown county mm-hmm. you're going to savage race mm-hmm. um then i'm going to go do a wim hof class and i'm going to actually do a round table with jesse coomer who's my wim hof trainer perfect i'd like to do um, that yeah it's gonna be really interesting to talk shop with him about all these things mm-hmm. um so we talked a little bit. You you kind of had another thing. Let's let's do one last little thing here because we always do like the the you know you want to give a shout out. Uh, we've got a new ambassador program here that we're working with.
1: Yes, I am super excited. I am a flamboyant flamingo with beast gooder sunglasses.
0: So do you have a pair of beasts yet, Beast? Gooders.
1: I have many pair and love, really love them.
0: I do not have a single pair, so I might have to get in on the Flamingo train here.
1: Well, we are definitely going to have to fix that. Um,
0: okay. They, okay.
1: We, I, I will personally fix that. Um, for Leah, what
0: makes them good? Uh, so Good-er.
1: They are good-er <laughs> than just good. Um, okay. So, first of all, they are affordable. They are $25 a pair.
0: That's not bad. Especially it is if not bad. Record.
1: But they are amazing. They are all polarized. Okay. Um, But honestly, the best thing about them for me is they are the first sunglasses that I wear that don't give me tension headaches. I have a bit of a big noggin, I guess, (laughs) and I can wear sunglasses for so long and then they start to just kind of squeeze my melon and I get a headache. And um, the gooder glasses just fit better. They don't fall off. I've ran countless races in them. um they don't you know they they stay put they don't fall off they're cute and their names like swedish meatball hangover and you know Iced yetis i mean their names are awesome
0: i'm not gonna lie i would totally get a pair of whiskey shots with the devil like that's that's one of my favorites
1: um you know Um, there's there's some awesome names it's just a fun marketed you know they they remind us they remind me of us a lot as far as brocr goes. They are just fun and themselves and stand by it. You know.
0: Well, that's great. That's yeah. so, guys, check it out. Uh, Beast Gooder, um, great sunglasses, polarized, which I'm a huge fan of polarized sunglasses from mm-hmm. my snowboarding days. Yep. Um, Want to give one other shout out here while we're wrapping up to Human Octane. Uh, just this week, they dropped their new gear. Yeah, I
1: saw that.
0: Um, it looks pretty spiffy. Pretty spiffy stuff here for the men's and women's line. Uh, new gear. I'll probably be rocking some of that in New Jersey here for my first ultra in a few weeks. Yes, um, really excited to test it out. We'll, of course, be doing demos and stuff on BroCR, so check that out on Facebook. Um, check us out on Instagram and be part of the community. Uh, be part of the yes. feedback and just reach out to us. We love you guys. That's uh, drop right. us Social out.
1: media, for those of
0: you who don't know, I'm OCR Leah. I'm BroSecker.
1: And you can follow BroCR Media as well on all the channels.
0: I guess that makes it a week, Leah.
1: That's it. We will talk next week.
0: Hopefully nothing explodes in Savage Race for Leah.
1: (laughs) I hope not. Y'all enjoy the rest of your week and have a great weekend
0: racing. Take care, guys. We'll see you on the course. Bye-bye. bye bye This has been the BroCR Supercast, powered by BroCR Media. A big thank you to all of our sponsors and viewers like you. Thank you.